laughing louder, digging deeper, and living larger once again on this Monday. Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're Chris and Emily Danielson. And we also call it laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. If you're new to the podcast, Monday and Friday, we do the Chris and Emily Show version. And on Wednesdays, it's long-form teaching. And this Wednesday will be the message that I gave at my church yesterday, which is about judging. You know how it says, don't judge. (laughs) Yes, you should judge. No, you can't judge. Jesus said, don't judge. Well, there's a big dichotomy between being a fruit inspector appropriately and being a critical judge and I talk about it for about 30 minutes and that's going to be our long form teaching on Wednesday and I'm kind of excited about that yeah you you were there for the message at church yesterday mm-hmm. um was it overkill because I mean I had a long time to prepare for this because and I'll tell you why in just a second but was uh, it overkill or no I just remember thinking it's about time I heard this message because it it is you know the whole judging it, it takes such extremes on both ends where mm-hmm. we're just not supposed to judge anything and you sinner i knew you weren't a christian you know what i mean uh you know sorry i got that speeding ticket. but i got the balance um, right oh yeah yeah it's all about okay. balance and you know the interesting thing is um everything god tells us to do he tells us to do it in such a way that it pushes us back to trusting his word and yielding to the holy spirit Mm -hmm. we have to do it in everything he calls us to do we have to do it if we do it on our own it it becomes you know like you were saying now we just have to love 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 don't judge don't judge nobody we're not supposed to ever judge and on the flip side of that same stupid coin is you know (laughs) let me tell you how you're wrong and you're wrong you're wrong yes Let me straighten you out, Buster. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Charles Spurgeon who said, you know, he talked, he was talking about the bride of Christ Mm -hmm. and woe to those who would point out her flaws. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the sacrifice God made. I should have used that one. I start the message by telling people that uh, Matthew 7 verse 1 is now the most quoted scripture in America. Misquoted, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. More than John 3.16 and that's where the message goes. Oh, it's known, yeah. It's more known That's what everybody uncorks whenever they want to talk about, you know, Jesus said, don't judge. Yeah. Unless you be judged. And it's like, well, there's more to the story than that. Tune in Wednesday, long form teaching or if you don't want to wait that long, you can go to lifehouse-church church.com right now and you can go to the youtube archives and it's there from yesterday and you, you can you can watch it you know there's something, a whole podcast on this subject yeah, we should probably do there's that. something going on with my hair too i want to talk about and uh, i also want to talk about an answer to prayer and why i had 12 hours to work on that message in my mind yeah on Friday, so I was yeah. wondering if it was a little bit overkill. No. So the video at lifehouse.church.com um, has where we usually have somebody intro the video, a member, mm-hmm. a covenant partner, or you know, a soundboard, or somebody from the band. Some or guy something. off the street, be like, and hey. I did it this time. <laughs> And literally, you got to watch this now. Literally, I go, for whatever reason, the lighting might have not been good or, you know, the, the camera angle. Did you look like you had COVID? No. I look, <laughs> I, I look like I had eaten, like, the whole box of donuts before <laughs> I started. And 
my hair is growing out right now, and there's a reason for that. I'll get to that in a second, too. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it flips to inside the sanctuary. Okay. And, the, you know, the sanctuary cameras. And I don't even look like this. I mean, I look like the same guy, but it's just different. Like you, ha- like you went on a crash diet. It was a little more flattering than the iPhone that I that I looked at. <laughs> well, you into. know, Anywho. they say the camera adds 150 pounds. Emily said, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Emily says that instead of a midlife crisis, I'm going through a Samson life crisis because I'm growing my hair out. And I'm not cutting it until December 8th and I will tell you about that coming up in a little while I'm doing something intentional that uh, needs a long explanation that we don't have for today but as you see my hair getting longer know that I don't like it and I don't care we're just doing something you don't like it we're the ones that have to look at you (laughs) I know that makes it easy for me to do this experiment (laughs) anyway I went to God in prayer in June about something. It has to do with a vehicle. Okay. And I had mentioned on this podcast when they were talking about, you know, people were, we were praying for Afghanistan mm-hmm. and everything that was going on with the Christians in Afghanistan trying to flee. And by the way, we can't forget the ones no. left behind there. Many of them are still in hiding. Some of them are still running. I Some know. of them are being tortured even as we speak. I don't know what happened to those planes full of people. We'll have but to follow up on that. In the middle of that, I made a comment on this podcast a couple of weeks ago that, you know, it sure felt weak talking to God about our vehicle needs right you know the you cars like a that we baby need. yeah we walked away from one of you know from our second car that had two hundred forty-five thousand miles on it and we did it in a prayerful manner to try to bless another another couple <laughs> yeah we didn't walk away from it we rehomed it yes that's what we that's what we should call it. And, that's what we talk about our dogs that we love so the cars we should use the same and i've been asking god about what do we do for a vehicle and we can't afford anything more than like ten thousand dollars 150 dollar a month payment and so i'm like i just want something with under seventy five thousand miles and the other thing is i'd really like a five speed to you know like drive drive a car again like Mm -hmm. drive and you know five or six speed and i couldn't find anything that fit that and there was one other little caveat that this vehicle needed to have it needed to have like a hatch that could open up or a tailgate that could open up where the dogs could jump in and i take them five days a week to various parks around abilene to walk and that's what i wanted just a little runaround car could i find something under seventy-five thousand miles with a five speed with a hatch that would open up for the dogs and that would be less than 10 grand wow you're describing a rickshaw i think (laughs) (laughs) i found three vehicles that met my description okay and the unicorn was up in detroit michigan just north of detroit is that what we're calling it now is the unicorn well it is it is this this is an answer to prayer i actually asked god for this he gave it to me and I flew up to Detroit on Thursday and they the dealership was very very like forthcoming. They they have people fly in to get vehicles all the time. Sure. But nobody for something like a, under a $10,000 car. <laughs> true yeah and that I does sound extreme doesn't it that i was buying my little dog hauler my little run around pastor car you know it's for... very specific to you yes. that's the thing because the car that we had before great car we've loved it for i don't know however many years we had it it was it was it that was an answer to prayer as yeah. well um but the type of car that it was 
was no longer suiting us in a way that the way that we used our vehicle was actually detrimental to that vehicle. It was no longer uh, good for us to keep that vehicle around. It would sit around a lot. The batteries was were going dead. And then if the battery went dead or you had to wait for a long time to get in into service, that was doubly bad for this particular kind of car. You couldn't just let it sit because other things would go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just changed. It was yeah. no longer great. It was still the great car that it was but we were not we weren't using it in a way that was helpful to that car well we we know of somebody who really could use a car that could get 45 miles to the gallon because it was a hybrid that had a long commute to work and this get out on the highway every day just just trying to make it and so anyway they now have the the old camry hybrid and so we were in need of a vehicle so we were praying about this and we were asking god no one will ever tell me as long as I live, even if this car turns out to be a lemon, which I don't think it is, it, it drove great, that God did not answer that prayer very specifically. Mm-hmm. And here's the other beautiful thing about this. I found the other unicorn was in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so this one was in, De- in Detroit. Well, I go to Detroit. I go to the car dealership, get the car. Well, guess what? On the way home, I can swing by Grand Rapids, Michigan and stay at my son's house. Ta-da. My son has a brand new house I haven't seen yet. So I went there and he had a taco place, a new taco place he wanted to go to. So we had tacos. We watched Tom Brady open the NFL season together in his new little viewing room. The kid's got an 85-inch TV. I'm just glad it, you you made the rest of the trek home. It was <laughs> wonderful. Anyway, I got up at uh, 4.30 in the morning and took off, 12 hours home. And I could even stop in Kansas City at our favorite Costco on the way home. So 12 hours from Grand Rapids, Michigan to our house in Kansas. And that gave me a lot of windshield time. And so I kept thinking about this judging message. And I kept, you know how now we can just play scripture right through the the phone, uh, through the speakers of the car. Yeah, it's so instantaneous. So I had a lot of time to talk to God about a lot of things. And uh, the windshield time that I have was so good. And I, I really was worried that... You know how sometimes you can have a beautiful meal and if you overcook it, you lose the flavor? Well, a sermon is the same way. A good message, if you overcook it, overthink it, then pretty soon you're explaining things and it's 45 minutes and it could have been done in 25 to 30 minutes. And it becomes less poignant. Yes. Yes. And I was worried that I was going to overcook this thing because I had 12 hours on Friday to just kind of grind on it. Because here's the other thing. The news of the day, I had a bunch of news programs. I have some news podcasts. I just... There's so much going on that I can't stomach it anymore. And what I mean by what's going on, Chris, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that there is a constant push for division. And they're trying to divide us and get us frustrated and get us weakened. Where if we move the Overton window in our heart a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, then we're much more accepting to all of these things. Case in point was during the Trump administration, they kept trying to censor Trump. They kept trying to say that he was... was, Causing division. Yeah, well, no, that he was dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And all of these things. So when they finally pulled down his Facebook and Twitter account, they held their breath waiting for the outcry of the American public. To see what would happen. It never came. No. Why? Because, well, Fox News has been in the tank now with the Democrats for the last couple of years, but CNN and MSNBC, they run with their talking Propaganda points. media, yeah. You yep. can't even get them to report accurately about Americans' lives being lost in Afghanistan. I know. They're as bad as the murderers that left these people behind. Our propaganda media is, it, it's just 
unethical is not even a strong enough word for how right, bad it right. is. So looking through the news media, I try to go with like American Family Association, One News Now, stuff like that. There are like still that. some good outlets Epic over Times there. Times or Epoch there. Times, depending yeah. on how you want to pronounce it, is good. Newsmax is coming along. They're, they're trying. I mean... I just want OAN, some good. That's uh, yeah, a good one. I just yeah. want some good journalism, but the division is so rampant, and I realize that the vaccinated now are being taught to hate the unvaccinated yeah. as if we're going to make them sick. Right. And if you don't, you know, taking the jab is bending the knee to some people and to others. It is being safe. I got a business partner who says he got his second shot. He's like, I'm bulletproof now, and it's yeah. like, yeah. Well, God bless you. You know, yeah. my mom's been vaccinated because she wanted to go to italy she had to um in her mind there are others that don't want to be vaccinated but the bottom line is in the middle of all of this you have people that just simply want to be divided Mm -hmm. there's no way that certain people can come to this direction and no like there's certain places i'm not willing to go i'm not going to go to the liberal side i'm not going to go to the pro-choice side that's never going to happen well there the other side is just as entrenched against our views on some of that Mm -hmm. this is what they want Mm -hmm. so absorbing all of these news prod you know projects uh, news broadcasts and 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 just thinking about the different things that are going on in the world news-wise, I spent about an hour out of that 12 hours in the news world, and I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just done with it. And I went back I know. and started grinding on this sermon in a good way. Yeah, right. And, um, Change I do your focus, yeah. And I do have the complete set of Narnia CDs, so I listened to a Did little... Did you listen to I that? I listened to okay. a little, uh, a little Dawn Treader. That was, nice. that was nice. But I'm starting to see that the way that the hypocrisy is is so outlandish and people are now they've been conditioned not to call out anything we've been conditioned just to accept this fake yes, president yeah. we've been conditioned to to accept the idea of our rights being throttled and fact checkers stopping our free speech and all, we're conditioned now not to fight back and all we will do is just beat our fist on the table get all red faced and ticked off and then go back to work an overtime shift to yeah. pay the extra taxes I, and the higher gas prices. I had a person just today on Facebook and and I like Facebook because you can have a dialogue with people if if you're legitimate and and people can learn and grow from discussions that take place from both sides this is a good thing but she was so mad and so angry she first came with you know the f word and 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 just the whole angry point in the finger it's your fault and da 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 da, da. but the problem was a little line in there where she said, if you guys aren't smart enough to do the right thing, then the government has to make you do it. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. That's scary mantra. Go back to, you know, history, any history. I mean, it's all the time. That is scary mantra when when people actually believe this. Well, if you go back even just two years, maybe three years, and you said, no, Antifa's going to beat up a prayer group and, yeah. and elderly and literally beat elderly, and the cops are going to sit in their car watching it from like a block away. 
you would say that's never going to happen. Yeah. And yet here we are. Yep. The, the depraved mind from Romans chapter 1 is on display because these same people that want the government to mandate it mm-hmm. are saying that the government can't do things with like the Texas heartbeat bill right. and stuff like that. The same government that is uh, telling us that we have to get vaccinated and we have to wear masks and they're telling employers, yeah, you can you can fire people if they won't you know, get medical services is like when is your employer ever supposed to be the one making those decisions um never but that same government who is who wants to put these mandates and and they they like to use that mandate law those two terminologies kind of you know <laughs> like they're the same thing and they're yeah. not but the same ones that are pushing those mandates are the same ones who filed lawsuit against the state of Texas because the state of Texas did pass the heartbeat bill, meaning if a doctor can detect a heartbeat from an unborn child, they cannot perform an abortion. And um, this, I really... So now the government is suing, saying... That the, that the women have the right to their own bodies, right? Their actual explanation as to why they're suing the state of Texas is that literally government doesn't have the right to tell people to make those, to take away that choice. Government doesn't have the right to take away the medical choice of the woman. That is all, that's what we're talking yeah. about with the vaccine. And so it's so irrational. Two of the vaccines aren't even vaccines. And it's so hypocritical. Yeah. And and people aren't seeing it. They won't buy it. And they stay in this illogical mantra where they, they really cannot rationalize or extrapolate or do any of those things to, to, to see the difference between right and wrong, freedom and enslaved. And it's it's sad to see our country going there. It is, and the only thing that can happen is revival. Mm-hmm. That's the only hope this country has now. There, you know, we, we, we were in middle of some conversations with some very legitimate, good, cool people who talked about that if Biden stole the election through mail-in ballots, that there would be a huge uprising in a civil war stand up then there'd be a civil war i'm like no there won't no no No, they they are conditioning everybody to so be divided about everything that we we just think that something else will change and we're slowly working our way to be an enslaved population in the vaccine or the illusion of a vaccine because here's the thing the two of them are not even vaccines the johnson and johnson is technically a vaccine and that's the but one the that Madera, got banned yeah. temporarily by the government and, and, the, and the pfizer <laughs> and the pfizer one they're like what uh dna something like yeah, alterations i don't know what pfizer requires no masks at their headquarters and they don't require anybody to take the vaccine in fact the ceo of mm. pfizer wouldn't get the vaccine in order to travel to israel and speaking of israel the vaccinated are the ones that are carrying the virus to other people at a more rapid rate, according yeah. to that research, which gets facts checked and stuffed in this country and no one can speak of it because the vaccination propaganda has to go on. Now, I am not anti-vaccination. Get right. the vaccine if you want it. Yeah, it should be available to those that I want know, it. Yeah. I know the way I've reacted to everything that has been given to my body over the years and it's not good mm-hmm. i would probably not react well heart-wise to right. the vaccine yeah so i also think i probably have the antibodies because i think i had the i had covid long before it was even covid all the symptoms line up 
the, it's just I don't think me getting the vaccine is going to a save anybody. It's not going to stop the transmission of, of no, the disease. No, the virus is still, it's here. It's here yeah. to stay. And, and it's going to be going around no matter what. I don't understand how my body, my choice doesn't apply for the vaccine. Right. Especially when you consider when it comes to abortion, uh, that's not your body. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That That's not your face. That's not your DNA. That's not that's not you. That's someone else that you're affecting there. The but crazier, yeah, with the vaccine, it's it's that it, that totally affects you, yourself, and only you. Yeah, the crazier times get, the more they're going to try to divide us. Mm-hmm. The more that we as Christians, the authentic bride of Christ, can stay unified and have love and err on the yes. side of forgiveness and love, the greater our chances of seeing the kingdom be advanced with the time that we've been given. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Right. Whether America falls or is you know pulls herself out of this is all going to be depending on revival. And revival comes when God's people truly, truly pray. Let me hit you with some scriptures and then we're done for today. All right. Psalm 62.8 says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. And also then you've got Joel 3:16 it says the Lord is a refuge for his people and a stronghold Psalm 9:9 the Lord is the refuge for the oppressed a refuge in time of trouble is you feeling a theme here <laughs> yeah. Psalm 55:22 cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you and he shall never permit the righteous to be moved and then uh, Psalm 46:1 God is our protection and our strength he is always in help in the times of trouble and we are living in a time of trouble in america when you cannot not you can't unsee what we're seeing and then your mind and your your conscience and your your soul and your heart say this can't actually be happening in america surely something will happen i mean you know, I just couldn't believe that five days before the election in Georgia, they took the Republican candidates' Facebooks and just shut them down for no reason. Yeah. And nobody said anything. Yeah. Well, when Bill Barr was the Trojan horse for the Justice Department that is so far out of whack, we're not going to find it through normal means. Right. Oh, we're coming back in 2022 yeah. and 2024 <laughs> and Trump's going to run it. No. It's going to take a supernatural God no, yeah. to perform a supernatural forget, miracle. Forget elections. You're never going to see a fair election right. in this country again based on the propaganda media and what we're seeing. And the vaccines is just another symptom of well, it. Well, and going back to God's word, when did we see miracles? We saw miracles when people got to the end of themselves and the end of physical reality as they knew it Mm -hmm. and a supernatural God intervened. So we don't need to be afraid of these physical realities that are just marching toward us because what's the worst thing that's going to happen? We're going to die. Like we don't need to be afraid because science or history or corrupt governments have created a new way for us to die. We're, we're all going there. But we have to remember to set our sights on heavenly things and remember that to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And so keep that in the forefront of your mind. You can email me, chris at bibmediagroup.com. That's chris at bibmediagroup.com. And Emily reads those as well. You might be part of the mailbag on Friday. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, love hey, to hear you know your comments. If you, if you agree with us, send us an agreement. We'd, we, we need yeah. that too. And if you disagree with us, Emily's always up for a good <laughs> keyboard battle. You are. It's not keyboard battle. It's a discussion. 
You are a I keyboard love, warrior. I love exercising the little gray stuff. Yeah. Also, BibleIdiots.com. Give a gift to the ministry. We would really appreciate it. So on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today. Have a great week as you go and serve your King.